Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. You know, the weather's getting warmer. So I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually, actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple, perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. quince, but it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie, also from quince. Ooh, mm-hmm. okay. Like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking. I'm going to toot my own horn. Effortlessly chic, whether it's winter toot, or, toot, Kate. or summer. They've got premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. You've got washable silk tops, really stunning 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly, the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, If you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. Hello and welcome to Forever 35, a podcast about the things we do to take care of ourselves. I'm Kate Spencer. I'm Dorisha Freer. And we're not experts. But we are two friends who like to talk a lot about serums. Dora, you know what? I've already made a mistake. I haven't set our podcast timer. So oh boy. You're, you're going to hear a beep in the background. Beep. There it is, listeners. Okay. We're timing ourselves. We're timed. Welcome. This is your first time at this rodeo. We're happy to have you. We are. Get on that horse. <laughs> Uh, friendly reminder that you can find any products that we might talk about in any episode on our website, forever35podcast.com. Not Did, at gmail.com. No, but I almost said it. Wow. I felt it. Interesting. Muscle memory. Um, and we also have merch now, which you can buy via our website. There's a merch link there, but you can also go directly to forever35merch.com. There's a lot of great products on there. A lot of great prods. I gotta say. There are a lot of great prods. I need to yeah. do my first purchase. I still haven't done it yet. <gasps> I haven't either. I need to think about like what I want. I know. That represents us. It's very, it's like, do I want to wear? But like everything represents us. I know. It's very strange. You know what has been flying off the shelves? Reframe the narrative prods. Well, I like it because it could be for anything. Totally. But also if you are a listener of the podcast and you mm-hmm. saw someone wearing it, you might be like, huh. Totally. I wonder. Yep. Yep, yep, it's yep. a little like uh, inside baseball there. Yep, um, and also a reminder that our new executive produced podcast, G Thanks, just bought it, launched a few weeks ago. So much good info. So much good info on there. Caroline Moss, who's the host, also has an amazing spreadsheet 
Yeah, of all of her Instagram and an amazing Instagram. Yeah. So head on over to her website, gthanksjustboughtit.com or her Instagram, gthanksjustboughtitpod and check it out if you haven't already. Well, Dory, as we said before we started recording, this is the last episode of the year. Yes. I, of course, said it was the last episode of 2020 and you corrected me. I was like, wait, what? (laughs) (laughs) Here we are, the last episode of 2020. You're really getting ahead of yourself, Spencer. I'm excited. We, this is our final live episode of the year. Yes. Our second year of doing this podcast. Yes. It's also the end of a decade. Yes. Which that doesn't feel symbolic to me at all, but for some people, it's like a very big thing. I know. I, I started noticing it when people were posting those pictures of like 2009 versus 2019, mm-hmm. um, which I did not participate in, but I was like, oh yeah, it's been, it's been 10 years. 10 long years. 10 long years. Um, so yeah, I mean, we'll be talking more about the coming year in our first episode of 2020. There we go. (laughs) But today we'll be reflecting on the past year. We will be. And we also just want to let you all know that uh, the last two weeks of the year, we will not be doing new episodes. We will be re-airing some of our favorite episodes from the past two years. Oh my gosh. Again, long time. Yeah. Why are we doing that, Dory? Because we are taking a break. Yes. We're going to spend some time with our families. Celebrate these holidays. Celebrate the holidays. Um, do some reflection, I'm sure. Sleeping. Sleeping. Yep. Eating, and resting. Avoid each other. <laughs> we are. We're not going to see each other for like three weeks. I know. It's going to be tough. I think it's good. Oh, right? Okay. Oh, no, I don't mean no, that. I'm kidding. <laughs> like it's, it's... No, it is. It's healthy. Well, then when I see you, I'm like, oh my God! I know. It's very exciting. And it's not like we don't text all day. <laughs> But yes, we will not see each other in person. (laughs) It's a real codependent relationship at this point where at like 6 a.m. I'm like, oh, my God. I mean, I broke a fingernail. I had to text Dory and our friend Danielle about it. How is that fingernail? Look, I don't know. I'm afraid. Listeners, I have a powdered it manicure and I somehow cracked Mm. one of the nails and then it started bleeding through the crack, which made me think that. I cracked my fingernail underneath. Ow, 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 ow. It hurt ow, and it's ow, right ow. in the middle and I'm just kind of freaked out. When when were you going to get these taken off? Oh, like now. Okay. Like today. Well, I think you should still do that. Ooh, I'm scared. But I think you should warn the okay. person that. I'll think about it. Okay. Also, I'm so addicted to powder dip. I know. <sighs> I know. It's addictive. It's so great. Yeah. Well, that's what's been up with me. I had a, a powder dip disaster. I cracked it. My nail bled. I, and then, of course, instead of being like, make a doctor's appointment for my nail, I just text friends. Yeah. Did anyone give you good advice? No, but actually, both you and Danielle very kindly checked up on me many times about it. I was very concerned. <laughs> there is something very jarring when your nail cracks in, in the middle and then blood ah, seeps out. Oh, God. So, and you know what? Yeah. So, and listeners, I'm so sorry to make you wait. A long time for an up exciting update on this nail. <laughs> Maybe you can post it to Instagram. Oh god, I'm not on Instagram oh, right that's now. Right, I had to take a mental health break. How's that going? I will. You know, it's good. I can feel myself releasing mentally mm-hmm. and getting a little bit more done, and also just kind of calming down. But it is really hard. I mean, just the how quickly when I hold my phone, I go to these yes. apps without thinking about yes. it. Yes is very startling like when you can't actually open the app anymore and you're just like like i have instagram still on my phone but i'm all logged out so i click it and then it's like boom um i haven't deleted it facebook is off my phone and i also have a blocker set up so i can't on my computer and on my phone get on twitter and facebook for for most of the day i just needed to kind of recalibrate yeah i hear that you know i'd taken it off my phone briefly all of them off my phone and then we you were away and we launched our merch and i had to like post all this stuff on social media and i was like oh i gotta put the apps back on my phone to do this and then i haven't taken them back off um but 
I, I'm trying to be on them less. Well, and I, I honestly, and this, I said that strange. I honestly, and this again is maybe like a little bit too in the weeds of like doing this podcast, but it is very hard and frustrating to create content that's public like this and then not be on social media. Well, and I actually saw an interesting thread about this on Twitter um, that said, you know, it's actually a real privilege to be able to say I'm taking myself off of social media. Totally. And to be able to be in a position where you don't have to be on social media is in itself a privilege um, for some of the reasons that you just raised. Like, you are in a position where you don't have to promote every single thing that you do. And, you know, you're not part of the freelance writing grind anymore um, where you're constantly expected to like promote your work. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I just, I was like reflecting on that also. Well, that is an interesting point of view, Tori. Yeah. Well, thank you for sharing that. Well, thank you. Um, can I tell you one more thing I did recently? But of course I put together a list of mists. A mist list. A mist list. If you will. <laughs> For a friend mm -hmm. who was just mist curious. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I realized, like, I have a true obsession with mists. So I need to hear more about this because I feel like you've been downplaying this a little bit. Like, you've alluded to it. You've said you've, you're into mist. You like doing them on planes. <laughs> You carry Honestly, mist around with you. You're the one who introduced me to misting on a plane. That cow to leave mm, beauty yes, elixir is your fault. I know. And I'll, I say that with love. I created a monster. You did. A mist I, monster. I, <laughs> a mist. Mi never um, mind. There's a monster in your mist. In, uh. Uh, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> I prefer a toner when it is a mist. I don't like this is how it all started. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I got a toner by a brand called Lagome, L-A-G-O-M. Their cellulose, cellulose mist toner many years ago, before this podcast, oh, okay. got it at Target. And I was BP. Like, yeah, BP. <laughs> and I realized like, this is how I like applying toner. Mm -hmm. And I love drenching my face in it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then it just, then I tried to switch back to like a toner that you either use your hands and splash on or you use a cotton swab. And it, that just isn't me. It's just not who I am. You just got to be you. I have to be me and I need... <laughs> A liquid that is a very fine mist. Ah, okay. Then I'm particular. There are certain mists I've tried that I will not recommend okay. because they mist too hard for me. Oh. So what is your favorite? What is Kate Spencer's favorite mist? At the end of the day, when all is said and done, okay, so I, need your, I need your number one mist. If you are, if you're just looking oh, for... she's opening her computer. <laughs> if you're just looking... Let me get the Google Doc out, Dory. Oh, I'll a Google Doc. I made, yes, for this friend. I was wow. like, listen, I just had to put it in a doc. My favorite, just like classic, is the Avene Thermal Spring Water. Okay. I just like it. it it's hydrating. I find the actual physical product works really well, the bottle, mm -hmm. the spray. Mm -hmm. So if you mm -hmm. just want, and the price point's good. Okay. Everyday mist, get that. Now, if you want to like kind of get into the mist world, there's this mist by this company called iSun. It's their Ormus mist. I think I've talked about it here before, possibly. It is made with like fresh Colorado spring water that they hike in to get. Okay. There's a crystal in the bottle. Uh -huh. It is It is very extra. Uh -huh. I love it. It smells amazing. It smells like Colorado. It smells like Rocky Mountain High. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It's just a beautiful mist. Like the first time I smelled it on my face was getting, was when I was getting a facial with Courtney Chisano. And I was like, what is that? I need it. She was like, it's just, it's a fun mist, you know, like, you know, everyday kind of spritzing. So look, if you want to, it's 36 bucks. Okay. You want to, you know, and I've, I've used a full bottle and I'm getting another one. And then I also like um, H's for Love's Pollen Illuminating Mist as my mm. everyday toner. And that is a bit pricier, but I really like it. So there you go. <sighs> wow. I'm going to close my computer. Okay. I'm going to pass the mic to you <laughs> so you can talk because I've really hogged the first 10 minutes of this episode. But I've been enjoying it, truly. Just rattling on about my life, about mists. They just feel so good. They do feel good. I was using the Cowdily grape water for a while. I like that one too. Um, and then I ran out and I haven't bought it again. But I'm thinking about buying it again. I think I have a small Avene bottle somewhere for you that I brought back from Canada. Uh, I have to find it. I'd like to try it. I feel like you might 
switch over to the Avene. Oh, okay. But the Beauty Elixir. Can you get it in the U.S.? I think so. I have to, I have to, I was Googling because okay. I need more. I think you can. I will look for you. Thank you. And I also will say that for a plane, there's no better mist than the Beauty Elixir by Cowdery. Yes. The smell is so refreshing. Yes. And now I missed my kids when we're on planes. Like they now know that that's what we do. Oh, I spray them down. That's so cute. All right. Dory, look, sorry for rattling on. You have exciting news to share. Well, it's it's semi-exciting. I, I turned in a chunk of my book. Yes, you did. It's not It's not as much as I wanted to turn in. That's okay. But I turned in a chunk. Get that chunk off your chest. <sighs> the chunk is off my chest. But now I need to like write more chunks. Ew. Sounds gross. <laughs> a little bit, but <laughs> I, kinda, I also kind of like it. Um, yeah. So it felt good to send that off. But it's also like, okay, now I need to finish the rest, which is a little like, eee. have you, what have you felt like has, has been a helpful tool in terms of like deadline setting or your writing process? In getting this done, because it is something you just have to chip away at. Yeah. Have you implemented anything or do you have scheduled writing times or is it really, is it just like a fly by the seat of your pants well, experience? Until very recently, it's been a little bit fly by the seat of my pants because I felt like I was still in this like postpartum breastfeeding, pumping whole situation. And like mentally, I was not all there. And I didn't realize how much that was going to really affect me in my work. Yeah. And now that I've been pump free for two weeks, my boobs feel normal. Welcome back. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Um, I have I have like mental clarity. Yeah. And yeah. I have actual time back. It's wild. I mean, this is why. We almost advocate for extended parental leave. I yes, everybody. I, I think I think I think there should be extended parental well, leave. Yeah, because you. I'm just also like, what hard. was I thinking? Thinking <laughs> that I could write a whole book in the six months after I gave birth. What is wrong with me? Well, but you can't know what that is going to be like. No. So it's hard to because I, also I remember had people. I also had people in my ear who have who I had I had other writers in my ear being like. I wrote my whole book when my son, like in the first three months of my son's life. And I was like, oh, well, she could do it. And then I was like a mess. I could barely do our podcast. I mean, I did do remember you being like, I'll be fine after three weeks of giving birth to record. And you were like, mm -hmm. and I was no, it's just like, I'll let because you might be, yeah. you know, that's the other thing is like, everyone is so different and totally what people's needs and like, totally. So you can't, I, I always find it, you know, like you can't. No. Right. But you figured so, it out and you did it. That's a big accomplishment I to did. do all that. Um, but it was really helpful. A couple of weeks ago, um, I gave some of the book, some of the essays in the book to some women I know, including you, Kate Spencer. It's really fun to read. It's really um, good. And that was really helpful. Just to like have other eyes on the stuff. Your edits in particular were very helpful. <laughs> I was very giddy. Just gonna say that. Nice. Um and so, yeah, so that was really helpful and helped me just kind of like pull it together to to revise these to a point where I was like, okay, I feel okay about sending these out. Um, and then I was, I was debating sending her some incomplete stuff. And then I decided, you know what, I'm only going to send her finished essays and I'll send her because I have probably five other essays that are in various stages like some of them are really close to being done some of them are like barely an outline and i need to just like work on those i'm really excited for people to read it because i feel like it's it reveals so much of who you are mm -hmm. but it's new it's it, it, i don't i don't know how am i what am i trying to say it's a different side of you i think mm -hmm. and i'm really like pumped for people to read it mm -hmm. well as i've said before on this podcast I, I i do feel like i've led many lives i've lived many lives yes. and so and not in the like shirley mclean past life sort of way um so it's interesting to have someone who 
I've I've become friends with rec- more recently. Yeah. Kind of read this stuff. I didn't know you through most of this. No. Mm. There's a whole other Dory out whole there. Whole other Dory. Real sliding doors situation. Sliding Dories? That will be the title of the book. <laughs> Wait, honestly, that's a great pun for something. <laughs> it is. Sliding Dories? Sliding Dories. <laughs> Oh, oh, you got to use it for something. I do. I really do. Um, so the other thing that's been going on is that Henry is going through some really intense developmental leaps. That's real cute. It's really cute, but it's also like a lot. And I'm, I'm just trying to sort of meet him where he is and let him figure things out, but also kind of... I'm trying to be more flexible because I'm very like, okay, this is his schedule. Like we don't deviate from it. And this morning I just like went and got him because I was like, he's struggling. Um, So, and then, you know, I think this is the, I'm sure you can relate to this, but like the thing with motherhood being like, oh my God, one day he was off his schedule. This is it. It's over. Like his schedule's done, you know? Um, and being like, well, okay, maybe that's not going to be the case. Like maybe he's just going through a rough period and like this period will end. Yes. It's also weird because their bodies develop so much that like they change, like their needs start, their needs change. Yes, totally. And they go through all sorts of different things. Like one of my kids at like age four or five was going through a thing where she was waking up, I think five at like midnight every night. And then at 2 a.m., like just Bye. having dream. Like, and I was like, we're, we're doing this at five years old. Like just these things pop up where it's like, what? Yeah, totally. And it's like, no, I'm not ready. I'm not in the mood. Yeah. But you just have to be in. Yeah. So that weird, like following their lead. Totally. It's a very, it's an interesting exercise in relinquishing control. Yes. As parenthood has been in the eight, seven and a half months I've been doing it. Well, and in the many years you were doing IVF too, I think. Totally. So, so that's where we are. Well, he's real cute. Well, thank you, Kate. I do just love staring at him. Oh, well, he loves you. (laughs) My little friend. He is your little friend. All right, Dory. Yes. Break time? Let's take a short break. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1, only from Rust-Oleum. Kate, I feel like we are like barreling into summer. It's happening so fast. It is. And I feel like also with summer just come more social events. There's weddings. There's nights out. It's vacations. I mean, like all the things happening in summer. And what I love is that Honey Love has just the right thing for all those events. Feel comfortable and confident this summer with Honey Love's best-selling Super Power Short. The Super Power Short smooth shapes and lifts, giving you a flawless silhouette under any outfit with targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas you need less compression. It's designed to work with your body, not against it. Speaking of working with your bod, the crossover bra, which I'm wearing as we speak. I wear that my, thing every day. I do too. Uh, it's my favorite Honey Love piece. Let me let me just tell you why. Yeah, get or, into okay, it. Do you want to tell me why? No, no. I was just going to say like, I, I, I don't even need to wear it to events. I wear it like the event is every day of my life. That's such a good way of putting it. The bra gives all the support of traditional bras without using any underwires. And just like sidebar, I have put on some of my old underwire bras lately and been like, oh, God, like get this off of me. No, thank (laughs) you. you. Once you start wearing Honey Love, you're just like, no, not going back. 
You see how also, it could like, be. Yes. Also, like summer sweat under those underwires is like, ugh, the worst. Now you don't have to worry about it. Get the support you need with the comfort you deserve and treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market. Save 20% off at honeylove.com slash forever. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash forever. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started. So shape your life with Honey Love. You know, the weather's getting warmer. So I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually, actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple, perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. quince, but it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie, also from quince. Ooh, mm-hmm. okay. Like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking. I'm going to toot my own horn. Effortlessly chic, whether it's winter toot, or, toot, Kate. or summer. They've got premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. You've got washable silk tops, really stunning 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly, the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, If you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. You know, Dory, we talk to a lot of really fantastic intelligent people on this podcast. But I don't know, maybe you're like us and you want to go even deeper. Mm, I'd love to go deeper. We like to go deep. And that's not only possible with today's sponsor, but also easy to accomplish on Masterclass. Every year I get really into the classes offered and the instructors offering them. Like I'm all over the place with the things that I like on Masterclass. But this year, I am very interested in the class Redefining Feminism, which is 14 lessons from Gloria Steinem. Okay. Now, they dissect issues women face in the US and ways we can play a role in the feminist movement in our everyday lives. Look, I majored in women and gender studies in college. So, This is right up my alley. But even if you didn't, even if you're like, this is the first time I'm hearing those words. I would argue, especially if you didn't. Yes. Get into it with Masterclass because this is the year you can really learn from the best to become your best with Masterclass. Go from just talking about improving to actually doing the things you've been wanting to do with Masterclass. And it doesn't have to be redefining feminism with glorious dynamic it can be gardening in your own garden or your yard or patio it can be learning to cook indian food or designing a space that you love masterclass offers over 180 world-class instructors so whether you want to master like negotiation with chris voss or think like a boss with martha stewart or maybe capture your vision through photography with petra collins Masterclass has you covered. With Masterclass, you get unlimited access to intimate one-on-one classes with the world's best. And right now, our listeners will get an additional 15% off an annual membership at masterclass.com slash F35. Get 15% off right now at masterclass.com slash F35. That's masterclass.com slash F35. 
Well, we're back. Oh, we are. We sure are. And as promised, we are going to reflect on our on our year. What a year it was. 2019. Yes. It's weird it's done. It is weird it's done. It all goes by so fast. Yeah, and I, I feel like this year, the end of the year went by especially fast because Thanksgiving was later than it usually is. So the time between Thanksgiving and Christmas feels like compressed. And Hanukkah is at the end of December this year too. December this year too. Yes. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. Well, what did we learn this year, Dory? I mean, you had a baby. I had a baby. Like that's the biggest thing. That was the big thing of the year. Um, Yeah. I mean, that completely changed my life. Like completely in so many ways. Um, So yeah, I feel like so much of my, all of my 2019 revolved around like being pregnant, then giving birth, then like recovering from giving birth, having a baby, kind of watching him develop, just like dealing with everything that comes with having a baby. And now I feel like I'm, I'm sort of like settling into my identity as a mom. Ooh. I know that got deep real fast. What is it? It's more just like I identify as a mom I now. See. Got it. Not like I'm this kind of mom. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a cool mom. <laughs> but like I'm a mom. Yeah. It's you weird, know? right? Yeah. Like, which like fuck? doesn't, I feel like doesn't happen immediately. Mm. Um, and definitely took me a while. And I've talked about this. I think I talked about this on this podcast, but I definitely talked about it on the podcast that I do with my husband that like, I didn't feel like super bonded with Henry right away. Mm. Um, it probably wasn't till he was about a month or so old that I was like, Oh, you're my baby. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Um, and I think that was in part because I was still like physically recovering from having a C-section and, you know, those first few weeks of having a newborn are so difficult and we were struggling with feeding him and it was just like, it was a lot. And then, yeah. And then I just kind of like, I started, I started, uh, baby wearing him and that was like very bonding. Anyway, I'm getting like way off track, but I do think it's like a nice, as I mentioned in the beginning, it's like a nice way to end the year that I'm not breastfeeding anymore. Yeah. Because you're, you're moving into a new transition. Yes. A new transit, new period, a new period. I'm transitioning into a new period. Thank you. There we go. Yeah. And so that feels really good. Well, what's interesting too, and just like looking at your list of just kind of like year 2019 is so much of just the things that you noted are tangentially related to child, to giving birth, having a kid. Like you talked about your postpartum hair loss. Like that was a big thing you kind of were thinking about a lot, for example. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And you got highlights, which looks so good. And I got highlights because I wanted to like do something nice for myself and you know something else that I struggled with um that you helped me with was buying new clothes well hello and when you just said just just buy clothes that fit yeah that you like that you like um and that was really that really was a game changer (laughs) because I finally got clothes that fit and took clothes out of my closet that didn't fit and that was really powerful and felt really good. Good. And like now I'm just sort of sick of my clothes, but I don't feel like bad about myself when I look in my closet. Yeah. You know? A, it's a very complicated relationship yes. we have to our bodies. I mean, you went on a real journey this year with your with your body. I did. I'm still in it. I was really yakking it up at therapy last week about it. But it's been a process. Mm-hmm. I'm interested in continuing to kind of explore my relationship to like my self-esteem and my yeah. self-worth and my body image and my participation in diet culture. Yeah, so beauty much Beauty culture. It. I mean, I just, it goes on and on. Yeah. It's been very interesting. I don't feel like I've resolved anything. I feel like I've learned a lot about myself. Yeah. I'm glad that it's something I'm exploring. But do you think it's it's something that you can really get a resolution for? No, but I feel like I had this expectation that like one day I would be like, I did it. 
I love myself now. <laughs> right. <laughs> and like, I'm really at peace. Yeah. And I don't have that. And I yeah. think that's also like probably not attainable for many people. Right. If it is, awesome. Like, that's great. Yeah. But, you know, it's like entrenched, like the way I feel about myself like relates back to like my fourth grade teacher. Yeah. You know, like there's just so many layers right. of things. There's so many layers. Shape us. And I think once you start excavating, you know, when you uncover one layer, you have a layer that you didn't even know existed. Yes. And that's really hard. And it's weird because pain and grief, like as your life progresses and you experience, you have new things that happen, it then can connect back to these old experiences yes. in ways that you didn't quite expect. And so that's also wild. So, you know. Do you feel like it's changed your relationship with friends or loved ones? I've had to set some boundaries that I don't think people know about, like mm. for my for myself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Can you talk about that? Well, I don't know. It's it's more like I've had to re-examine how do I say this? I've had to work on ways to be comfortable in situations that normally might like trigger me. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah, like going out to dinner or yes okay. or like being with people who all prescribe to a certain dietary lifestyle got it yes and not letting that affect how i feel about myself and my choices mm -hmm. if that makes sense yes so it's not like anyone's done anything wrong it's more like i have to understand that like the way everyone else chooses to live their life is you know dietarily is that a word um that I can make my own choices. Yeah. That are still good. That's and really fine. powerful. Um and and taking away a lot of the language around food that I was using. Clean, you know, all yep. that stuff. I've been I'm just, you know, I don't know, but it's a freaking work in progress. Yeah. I yeah, Ugh. I mean, I feel like we've both been working on this stuff for a long time. Yeah. And I don't know if it ever goes I don't know if it ever goes away. No, but I I do think it changes. Like I definitely feel like I've grown in terms of how I assign value, how I used to assign value to food. Like there were good foods and bad foods mm -hmm. and moving away from that and moving away from food as a reward for things. Oh, totally. You know, just like all these things that I didn't even realize I did. Yeah. You know, but just were so internalized as normal that I didn't, I didn't really examine them until I was forced to. Well, there's also, I have found a challenge in participating in conversations. Like I have now had to actively choose to either not participate or kind of like gently call in people when they're like, oh my God, I'm, I'm, I'm so disgusting. I just ate all this dot, 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 you know, like yeah. the, or like, oh, I, you know, it's the holidays. So I've got to exercise. Like all right. that language is so pervasive. And I used to, participate in it almost just like out of like, well, I don't know, this is what we talk about. Like, ha ha ha. Yes, me too. I'm also this or I'm also that or it's also so bad. And like, I don't think people even realize half the time that it's coming out of their mouths. It's no. just how we've all culturally been I think trained most to of speak. the time they don't realize no. it. I've had to, I've had to call in as you put it, um, my parents about this stuff. Mm. And that's really hard. Because they have a certain language around and, you a know, belief system. They're old. Yeah, like they've yeah. been living this way forever and they don't, they don't really get it. And it's just so ingrained yeah. that I don't think they will ever truly change, but at least we can highlight to them when they say things that are problematic. And I think a lot of people go through this with their parents. Well, yes. And also generationally, I mean, I think I don't know what their background, your parents' background was, but like people who are not, don't have access to food, like that has, you know, that shapes your relationship yeah. to food. That's not something I've experienced. I've always had access to food. It's yeah. never been in question, but like, you know, and I know my dad did, but he grew up with parents who, you know, came up in depression, like different, you know, there's so it just all influences totally. everybody's relationships to food and i think it's it's 
very tricky. Well, we talked about food a lot this year on the show. We did. Um, but there's something else that you wrote on your list that made me chuckle. And I want to talk about it, which is that you finally stopped trying to use paper planners. Oh, God. Fuck paper planners. Because I do feel like the first, at least the first few months, if not the first like year of our podcast, you were always. <laughs> Buying like paper planners. Every few episodes, you'd be like, I've found it. Dory. The paper planner that I, to end all paper planners, this is the one. And then like two weeks later, you'd be like, yeah, I'm not using it and anymore. And how much money did I spend on these freaking planners? What do you think it was that like made you so, you were so, you were so like focused on finding the perfect paper planner. What is wrong what do you, with me? I mean, part no, of it is what that do you I think have, that was about. I mean, part of it is I have obsessive compulsive disorder. Okay, and I do think I develop. I mean, it all goes hand in hand. Where I right. become compulsive about certain things. Okay, I mean, that's. I'm sure there's a mental health aspect to this. Sure, but I think I thought if I just found the right planner, yeah, my life would be organized. Now, if that's not a metaphor for something, something, who I don't knows know what it is, <laughs> but I think, and you and I, I think both have got like, we were trying to bullet journal again, this yes. does work beautifully for some people, but it was not working for me. And then it just became another thing then I had to stressful. do. Yes. And I really realized like I need to be planning digitally. Mm-hmm. Part of that is because I'm in my computer. I'm in my email yeah. for work and for my personal life, my husband and I, that's how we kind of stay on top of our, like, I can't keep a paper planner. Like I have all my stuff in Google calendar and he can see, he sees all of it. I see all of his stuff. Yeah. So we can really coordinate. Yeah. It just, it was like the paper planner was not efficient. Yeah. And in, in fact, like I even tried, I tried it again for keeping lists and tasks and that was not, I couldn't do it. I lasted a day. I really think that for me, as much as I'm trying to cut off my digital addiction, that is where I need to be planning my life. Yeah. And it it has worked. I'm I'm much more effective. I meal plan in Google Docs. Mm -hmm. I use Google Calendar, Google Tasks right now. That's been, you know, and I have my email that's been helping me stay on top of things. I don't know. I mean, did you... Like we both, didn't we both try the Aaron Condren planner at one point? Yes. I used it for like a day. Yeah. I lasted like (laughs) maybe a few weeks. Yeah. And then I got something I think called the happy planner. I also got a planner from a company called Best Self. Right. And, but that was, that was at the beginning of last year. And that also didn't last. No, sorry. That was at the beginning of 2019. Okay. That also, or the end of 2018, that also didn't last, um, I think I got swept up in the in the allure of the paper planner. Kind of what you were saying like I think for me it was both like my life will be more organized but I also wanted to be a person who uses a paper planner. Oh, totally. Like I, I wanted to be that I want to live that paper planner life. It's very aspirational. It's very aspirational and like I bought new markers and Sorry. yes. You know what I mean mm-hmm. and 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 I'm just not that person. I almost wonder like with these planners, it's also, it's similar to like when someone signs up for a gym membership and then they don't use it for a year and then they've just spent all this money on this thing. To me, that's kind of what paper planners are like. Like you oh, spend 80, like some of these planners are very expensive. Yeah. And I know you just need paper and a pen, but like you get swept up in the like, here's what I'm going to do. And you spend <clears> all this, <throat> like how many people who buy planners actually consistently then use them for the whole year? And how many of us use them for three weeks, and then they just like collect dust. Yeah. I mean, that's a good question. But I also think that there is a movement among people who are younger than us who are very into paper planners, in part, I think, because it is seen as a reaction against this digital culture. I support. I think that's great. I support it too. And also the aesthetics of it, I think they're very into. And there there are people who basically collect paper planners Mm. and have multiple paper planners. I I just can't, I'm just not that person. I, but I will say like, I still scribble stuff down on a notepad next to my bed every night. See, that works for you. Yeah. Not every night, but like most nights I'll be like, oh yeah, I need to remember to do X, Y, Z. And I'll just write it down like this. I just wave. You just wave your hand. (laughs) Maria's just scratching the air. Um, But it's not a, 
it's not a planner. And when I tried to do that in a planner, it didn't work. Yeah. So I don't know. I just, I, I laughed when I, I just finally feel like I'm not buying paper planners in 2020. Yes. I'm done. It did not work for me. I admire and respect so much the people who it works for this. I'm not trying to rag on Aaron Condren or no, any of these of planners. Course. They're all beautiful. Their planners are beautiful and, and people love them. Yeah. It just, I, it, I think also aging to me is understanding what does work for me and what doesn't. Yes. And like, this was a hard, I've, I'm such a, um, in addition to being a people pleaser, like a little, not a follower, but like, it's taken me a while to understand that like everybody has their own journey through every single thing in life. Yes. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Snaps to that. Snaps Kate. to that. Dory, you're still reading before bed. I am. That's amazing that you kept that up through parent, early parenthood. Well, in early parenthood, I was actually reading a ton because I would read when I was breastfeeding and pumping. And so I just like devoured a ton of books. Um, and now that I'm not doing it, I'm I'm still reading before bed. What a practice you have kept up. Yeah, I, I do. I do really like it. And it kind of like lulls me into sleep. Sure. It's got to be soothing. Nice. You know, I had been reading mostly ebooks and I'm now reading um, a paper book. I'm reading the um, Get a Life, Chloe Brown. I loved yeah. that book. Yeah, it's really sweet. And they, the publisher sent us copies of that book. And I was like, you know what? I should just read this book. Especially because I go to, I usually go to bed before Matt anyway. So it's not like I, and I have, and I do have a reading light. Right, but you can keep the light on. I can keep the light on. Um, so yeah, so I have, I have been reading before bed. Um, let's talk about your bougie face cream. <laughs> This, I think, I mean, <laughs> it's funny that you just said that, that you like, you sort of see yourself as a follower because I do feel like this was a thing where you were like, Ooh, I see this thing and I want to try it. Yeah. And you did. And then you were like, eh, this isn't that, that great. And you know what? I was like reading another like celebrity, like things I love thing. And the celebrity was like, Agustinus batter cream. Batter. I'll never get it right. <laughs> They loved it. And they're like, it's very pricey, but it works. And I was like, I don't, what, how, what? But I, it did not work for me. But everyone is on their own journey. That's right. And, you know, I've really been enjoying my Paula's Choice. Yeah. I've been using that moisturizer that they sent us. Thank you, PC. Which one are you using? The night. Like- it's the nightly one, but I've been using it in the morning too. Oh, nice. It's very rich. I love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know, I'm getting more zits. I've noticed. So a year ago, I went off my IUD. Okay. I had a, poly- a cervical polyp. I had a whole thing. I don't even remember if I talked about it here. I think I, I did. Think, I did I? I don't think you did. I had a fun mini medical thing. Anyway, I took that IUD out. And I have now have noticed my periods. And it was not the hormonal one. It was the whatever, copper one. Okay. But I still have noticed different my men's, my menstrual cycle is different now that I don't have the IUD mm. in and I get zits right before I get my period. Mm. And it's actually, at first it annoyed me. Like I have one right now and uh-huh. they're all on like my chin and my neck. Uh huh. But now they're almost like little alarm clocks letting me know that my period oh, totally. is coming. And I'm like, you know, thank you body. Totally. Everything has its purpose, yes. including these pimples. Yes. So I know like I, I also track my menstrual cycle, but you know, I got I got this zit on my chin and I was like, oh, yeah, you're right, zit. It is about time. My cycle is coming. Yeah. So, you know, trying to, you know, trying to appreciate every little zit on my face. But yeah, I did, you know, I did get excited about the bougie cream because I think it's the same thing. It's like the promise of like, yes, this will just be, this the, will thing. be the thing. But now you're doing the actual work. On my face? No, on your on your soul. <laughs> That's right. But I still want my freaking skin to look good. Your skin does look good. I know. It is, it, I love it. Well, and I will say, Dory, can I shout out an advertiser here? Yes. Look, Il Maquillage sent us this foundation. And I don't normally like, I don't ever really wear makeup just because I don't have the energy to put it on. But there, I woke up like this foundation. I have been putting it on like it's, just for the day. It's very good. I really like it's it. It's very good. So, uh, that's been very exciting. Yeah. Like I just, I got it and I was like, I'll just pop a little I bit. I believe their ads are starting to run next week. Well, so stay tuned, listeners. I have really enjoyed 
like a day, like just like, oh, today's my, today's a regular day. Why don't I just dab a little of this foundation on? Oh, look at you. So, you know. I have one more thing of, off your list of 2019 yes. self-care moments that I want to bring up, which you made mom friends, which you say yes. was a source of anxiety for you. It was such a source of anxiety for me. I think it was all also wrapped up in feeling like I'd never really found my people in LA. Mm. Well, and haven't you also said like, in terms of friendships, like you have always had lots of different yes, groups. Like in, yeah. Lots of different people. groups and individual people. And so um, I was nervous about this becoming a mom because I was going to have to make new friends. And I, it's weird. I feel like I don't, I'm not, a, I feel like I'm initially like a little shy when I meet new people. I see that. Sure. And it takes me a little while to like really kind of figure people out and feel comfortable around them. And I like, I feel awkward, like intro even like introducing myself to people and I'm trying to get better at that. I'm trying to just be like, Hey, I'm Dory. Like, you know, nice to meet you, which sounds so simple no, and no, no. so dumb. I struggle with this so deeply. I just stand there in silence. Yes, me too. And then like, like half an hour will go by and I'm like, oh, I still don't know this person's name. And like, they haven't introduced themselves to me. So like, it's also kind of on them. But like, no, I get it. You know what I mean? Yes. And so now I'm just trying to sort of like head that off and be like, hi. But I also, you know, making new friends as an adult is like so hard and so stressful. And, you know, you just, I just started feeling like this is just going to bring all my anxiety, my social anxieties to the fore. And it did for a little while. And then, and also the first mommy and me class I took, I felt like I didn't really connect with the women in it and it felt clicky. But then after the class ended, I've, I've been hanging out with some of the women from that class and we've become good friends like since that class. Mm. So that was interesting. And then I took a, I'm in a, a different mommy and me class and I've become good friends with some of the people in that class too. That's so great. And that's really nice because all our kids are like within, you know, a month of each other. Um, so, so yeah, so that's been really good. Look at you. Yeah. Making friends. Making friends. Highlighting hair. Yep. I'm a, I'm a new person. <laughs> the Dory Shafrir story. Except I'm still myself. Sliding Dory. <laughs> all right. Well, Kate, I think we can wrap it up. I think we can. That was, it was quite a year. It was wild. I cannot believe it's done. I know. Don't you feel like it just started? Yeah. I also think, I think of years now in terms of the podcast in a lot of ways. Mm. Like the same, mm -hmm. like I keep track of the year and like, I'm like, didn't we like we emailed, we emailed, we interviewed Samin Nostrat a year ago almost. Yeah. And that like that. So I just like keep yeah. time by looking at our guests and th and yep. it just is like, what? I know. I this know. flew by. Flew by. Well, I'm excited for 2020. I know. We're going to talk about that. In 2020. In 2020, which yeah. let me clarify, even though I was confused earlier, has not <laughs> happened yet no, at the time not. of this recording. Correct. Well, let's take a little break. Okay, let's do that. And we'll be back. You know, we have been delving more and more into the topic of our skin as we get older and how we treat it and how we love it. Because look, as I'm learning in my mid-40s, as you get older, you deal with new things when it comes to your skin. Not that they're bad. They're just new. You know what I mean? Like I am now just discovering creppiness, Dory. Mm. Okay. Which is okay. I visible know. on my <sighs> neck and chest. Luckily, it's a thing. It's a thing. Luckily, OneSkin, our sponsor today, knows all about things like crappiness. And I'm not overly concerned with aesthetics, but like I do just want to keep my skin healthy as I age. Totally. I love their topical supplements. They really help your skin feel, I don't want to say younger, but just vibrant, mm. refreshed. They combine tissue engineering, data analysis, and cutting-edge longevity science to literally create the world's most effective product to help with skin aging. 
I am particularly fond of their face topical supplement. It's essentially a moisturizer, but it has their mm-hmm. proprietary OSO1 peptide to really help with all the parts of our skin that are exposed to environmental damage. You can use it on your face, your hands, your neck. I know here mm-hmm. where we live in Los Angeles, our hands, we're driving, that sun is coming at us at all times. One Skin believes the Amen. purpose of skincare is not just to improve how we look, but to optimize our skin biology so that it is more resilient to the aging process. They really create next level skincare. One Skin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, One Skin keeps your skin looking and more importantly, acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code OVER50 at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code OVER50. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. You know, it's also kind of wild to think about, Dory. What? That we've done like 200, no, excuse me, 100 intentions 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 <laughs> which dory has now fully adopted i have we've done over a hundred of these yeah again i think about time now in in the context of this podcast yeah we've set a lot of intentions we have and like i think we've done a lot of them too we have though i will shall say this week didn't do mine that's okay drop the ball yeah all right just okay. so, listen, this, this, I had said I was going to recommit to a gratitude practice. And you didn't? No, I didn't at all. Okay. I don't know why. I just, do you want to? Or do you think you're just sort of like, meh? You know what I actually think it is? I think I am now better at reflecting on gr- the things I'm grateful for as just kind of an ongoing practice. Ooh, Yeah. I can that I see that. don't feel like I need to be constantly tracking mm-hmm. it. Now, look, Oprah keeps a gratitude journal daily still. So mm-hmm. it's not like I should be blowing this off. It is something that I really value. But I, I just didn't feel the like urgent need to do it. Yeah. That being said, I think it would help me kind of slow down and like have some perspective at the end of the day. So I'm going to keep thinking about getting my butt back in gear on that okay. one. Yeah. Anyway. What what's going on this week? Well, as I think I've mentioned to you, I have tennis elbow. Yeah, it is incredibly uncomfortable. I probably need to go back to the doctor, but I need to just do things. I need to like make it a priority to to really like be icing my elbow and taking my taking some Advil and trying to make it get better. It's bizarre. I cannot like pick up a water bottle. It hurts so much. Oh my god! Yeah, it really hurts. And again, I don't know what caused it. I think it's just like, you know, my aging tendon. So I'm really, I need to really like when I, I've noticed like when I ice it or if I was swimming, that was making it feel better. So like, yeah, so I need to, and like stretching. So I just need to like. Really? Yeah. Can you go to physical therapy? The doctor did not recommend it. Oh, interesting. The doctor I saw didn't like refer me to physical therapy. It wasn't like he dissuaded dissuaded yeah or discouraged thank you dory Mm -hmm. it's not like you discouraged me from going so i might revisit that and see if i can kind of figure out a way to make it feel better okay anyway how about you well my intention last week was to turn in my damn manuscript and you did and i like pretty much did you chunked i chunked (laughs) yeah sorry um i chonked how about that? Nope. No. Nope. Still, okay. I think I kind of like. I mean, you can chunk. Okay. Chunk or chunked. You did it though. I did. Um. So yeah. So so I did that, and then you know, I'm. I'm. We're traveling over the holidays, and as discussed many times on this podcast, um, especially now with Henry, travel is a little more stressful. Um. And so I'm trying to, once again, just. Try to go with the flow and not put too much pressure or anxiety on this trip. And also, we're going to New York where, you know, I know a lot of people, but I I do think a lot of people are going to be away. Mm. Um, But it's always like a little stressful 
kind of trying to see everyone. Of course. Um, and so, you know, I, I just want to kind of like be realistic about what, what we can actually do, especially with Henry. And you've got this whole thing you were talking about earlier of like the attachment to the quote unquote schedule. Yes. And that's going to change that's traveling. change. Totally. Jet lag. Right. And we're just going to have to kind of roll with it, which I'm not the best at. <laughs> You may be shocked to learn. <laughs> what? I know. It's weird. <laughs> I feel like it's in, you're more you you have worked though on like your ability to be flexible and to just kind of take things in stride, I think. I'm working on it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, listeners, <sighs> thank you for being here for this year. Yeah, thank you for this year. It was great to share it with all of you. It really was. We are hashtag blessed. And I we are. I hate that hashtag. But I genuinely mean it. Yeah, I'm also hashtag grateful. Me too. Yeah. I'll start that gratitude practice again. Well, look, please call us while we're on break. We love hearing from you. We do. Tell us what you're up to. You can also, like, if you're hiding from your family. Yeah, just leave us a, a VM. I'll go in the bathroom and call us. Yeah. Tell us what's going on. Uh, that voicemail number is 781-591-0390. Or you can email us at forever35podcast at gmail.com. And we are going to be on vacation, but our Facebook group will not. So, you know, if you want to get your Forever 35 fix, head over there, facebook.com slash group slash Forever 35 podcast. Password is Serums. I believe there are more than 100 spinoffs at this point. I just joined Forever 35 Los Angeles. I need to join. I, ju- like, I kept getting word that there were these Forever 35 meetups happening in Los Angeles and being like, what? Yeah. And then I realized I wasn't in the group. Yeah. But now I am. So look out for me. I'll be showing up. <laughs> It's going to be real awkward when I roll in. Uh, if you like the show, it really helps us when you leave a review on Apple Podcasts, when you tell a friend and mention us on social media. We love it all. And again, just a reminder that all prods mentioned are always on our website, forever35podcast.com. And you can follow us on Instagram at forever35podcast, on Twitter at forever35pod. And our merch is available at forever35merch.com. And Forever 35 is hosted and produced by Dory Shafrir and Kate Spencer and produced and edited by Sammy Junio. And we'll talk to you all next year. Happy New Year. Bye.